It's podcasting time. Here we go. My name is James Pikeway, and I am joined on today's episode by the one and only Russell Williams. And I know what you're saying at this moment. Who is that? Yeah. Who's <laughs> Russell Williams? And, and so let's frame this a little bit because I don't know where this is going, but I can tell you exactly why we're doing this. Russell Williams, first and foremost, is my colleague at Zide University. He is an educator. He is a researcher. He's an innovator. He's a experimenter. Too good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tester he's a outer. The tester <laughs> outer. Yeah, experimenter. I don't even know if that's a word. But the one that I <laughs> You have a PhD. <laughs> You're allowed, brother. You can make up words. <laughs> but what I've dragged him to Dubai for is to talk about the other hat he wears, which is he is a board game designer. And yeah, he's got it here. It's this is fantastic. So we're gonna be talking about well, we're gonna be talking about Russell. And ultimately, everyone who's ever thought, you know, I've got this really great idea and uh, should I? Yeah, go and do it because Russell has done that with his board game and it's fantastic. So that's what we're talking about today on the show. Welcome. Great to have everyone with us, whether you're listening or watching. Welcome to the program. And uh, yeah, Russell, great to have you here. I like to think thanks. Thanks for having me. I like to think I have a face for radio, but uh, I guess that might age me too. I have I have a face for audio podcasts, but uh, and I I'll try to pretend I'm doing lots of voices. So can you can you do some uh, voice work? Can you do any of the sure. Muppets? Can, huh? you, can you do Cookie Monster? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, Wait, uh, you have Cookie. You have Cookie for me. <laughs> Um, uh, hey, Hooker with the frog here. Yeah. Uh, we have Fozzie a lot of... Bear, Fozzie Bear. Oh, wait a minute. I can't do Fozzie because it's like, no. Which you, you want to do Fozzie the Bear? You know what you do? Afraid you will be. <laughs> Same guy. Same guy doing Yoda. Everybody forgets. A little oh, too old for baby Yoda, though. <laughs> Grogu. I do not... Yeah, he doesn't sorry. speak. He doesn't Major have any form. words. When did they learn how to talk? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, good. Where in their evolution? When, yeah, because he doesn't even grunt or no. Rrr, rrr. No, he yeah. was doing a little bit of the Transformers thing there for a while, where he was using the beeps and the bops from the 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 droid. Oh, he would. Yeah, but that would be his parent, right? So, yeah, so right. he'd be imitating that. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't. I don't. Maybe I, have. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. When do they get speech? Because Yoda was very articulate. Very verbal. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Well, it is what it is yes. until it isn't. Yeah, and you have to restructure all <laughs> your sentences. But <laughs> now, anyone who's listening has gone. We're out of here. <laughs> 1977. Yeah. Eleven times I saw Star Wars four when it was Star Wars one. Yeah. 1977. That meant I saw them all in the theater. Yeah, as well, as well. And I, and it's interesting. All of the adults who remember being in that cinema, seeing it. And now they've got children like myself who have never, they, they don't, they, they weren't there the first runs. And my, my son who has seen everything, watched all of the animations. Uh, he's, he's a walking encyclopedia of Star he Wars. Holds the canon in his hand. He does. And he looks at me and he says, well, you should know this dad. <laughs> I went to him in the cinema. I was not taking notes. <laughs> then you would appreciate this story okay. last year at uh, Middle East that we in Abu Dhabi apparently took from you guys here in Dubai. The Middle East uh, Comic Con. Yes. Anthony Daniels was there. Oh, man. And 
I thought to myself, no, I don't want to pay the extra money. It's not necessary. So we were sitting waiting for the woman who voiced Belle from my daughter, you know, because mm-hmm. Belle is a super strong, you know, woman yeah. and everything. And she always loved Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And he came in yeah. and he was working the room. It's, it's amazing. And I got a little emotional because yeah. hearing the voice and seeing the face and he was so genuine. I said, I am absolutely paying for this man's <laughs> autograph. So I had to go find a Funko for him, for him to sign. Yeah. Then we went up there and he just, and he was standing, not sitting. He was fully interact, just like it was be like this. And then yeah. we're just talking and he is taught at like Carnegie Mellon and stuff. So we could relate on a bunch. What a guy. Yeah. That's now one of my most prized autographs. And I'm not an autograph. Are guy. you watching Ahsoka? The, the oh, no, what? no, I oh, haven't yet. Cause my wife is not into okay. anything. Star okay. Wars. Well, spoiler. He makes an appearance. Good. Good. Yeah. Good for him. I want him to keep giving him work <laughs> because he's a robot. He's sort of eternal. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you're watching foundation at all. No, but it's foundation. Uh, it's an Asimov book okay. and they're doing it on Apple TV. And there's a very important character in it. Who's the last survivor of the robot wars. Okay. And she basically runs empire and empire is uh, never mind. It's a, it's, <laughs> I love Asimov. I grew up reading Asimov. She has gone beyond the three laws of robotics because uh-huh. she was reprogrammed to be able to oh, harm humans and gotcha. stuff like that. Yeah. And she is seriously, I don't know if I can say this word. Uh, she is a seriously. <laughs> if you don't think you can say it, you, you can't say it. I can honor. I can't. Well, well, it depends. What, what do you feel? What's your gut tell you? No, better not. <laughs> then, then, then better not. Okay, she's a seriously dangerous woman. There you go. Who is also a robot. <laughs> and even when you think you've killed her, she can like re, you know, she doesn't heal, but she, yeah. I, I clearly watch too many superstar yeah. superheroes. See, I can't even think now. Uh, and I love science fiction, but I like science in my fiction. Oh, there you go. That's why Star Wars, used, you know, or Cowboy Western, Black Hats, yeah. White Hats. I mean, yeah. that's the yeah. original deal, right? That is. That is. The previews, I thought, that is the stupidest looking movie <laughs> I ever saw. And then the next summer, I watched it 11 <laughs> times. Well, it was really cool to watch it once from the back, sort of the wide view. Yeah. And then go down front. I, I was down front at the Cinerama Dome. Oh, no. That would have been amazing. It was like, like 3D. You're, you're, you're sitting. Yeah, you're sitting. You're sitting, and it's and it's filling up your peripheral. Wow. I didn't watch the attack on the Death Star. I but was in the, the attack. attack on the- it was totally the. <laughs> I, I think I may have gotten a little motion sick, but it was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. Sorry, it's such a great memory of when I'm like VR. Yeah, yeah. we've already been doing mm. VR. If you just sat down at the front at, yeah. at a wraparound theater, yeah, but never there mind. Go. There was like was one. It was just the dome. Yeah. Don't know if you, you've been to LA. LA I have been to LA. Yeah. Have you ever seen a movie there? Uh, I saw a movie at the Chinese theater. Okay. And then on the outskirts, we were in, I don't know what cinema we were in, in some place. It was amazing because they had a concierge in the cinema and you, you, you went and sat down and then that someone actually came out and introduced the film. Oh, they put that back in and they were talking about it. And there was just myself, my wife, my two boys and we're looking around and it's just giant IMAX, just four of us. What'd you see? Uh, this was four or five years ago. It was a John Wick film. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that would work in that space, but you realize why they're doing it. 
the no. El Cap across the street. Oh, there you go. And yeah. Disney's charging a lot of money. They've they've yeah. gone back to vertical integration, and yeah. they're charging a lot of money over there. And they've got an organist, uh, right? Exactly. They've got the old they, It's super old school over there. Yeah. So it's like you go in. So they're trying to get that vibe back, even though it's a multiplex, right? Et cetera. But yeah. I could tell another story about the Chinese theater. Tell me, tell me. Uh, do you remember the first Dune? Yes. David Lynch. Oh, yes. Okay, well, by the time I saw it, I'd read at least six of the seven books. Okay, so you were... Knew them very well. So you were a professor of Dune. Absolutely. And I was with my two best friends. I talked through the whole movie explaining to them <laughs> what was happening. Oh, you were that guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Normally in LA, I would have been run out of town on a rail. I had people thanking me after because that film was so incomprehensible or inscrutable it was a that they appreciated film. that I was giving an ongoing commentary yeah. how something that's called an ornithopter looks like a box with tiny wings on it. I still don't understand. Yeah. But the new Dune, I cannot wait. It's coming. And it's got Liwa in it, a mix of Liwa and Wadi Rum. Dude, that is Dune, totally. Yeah, so yeah. that's, yeah. No, and the characters are right. Uh, I don't think they're going to bring back, unfortunately, any Duncan Idaho, because I have to say, I seem to be a Polynesian actor fan. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm trying to get my mana on, but yeah, no, it's, gonna, it's so good. And the actors are perfect. And my daughter can't wait for Lady Jessica to come back as not so wimpy, uh -huh. but as a seriously dangerous woman. <laughs> There's a <laughs> yeah. Think Tomb Raider. We're talking. Yeah, yeah. no, because yeah. once she, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I could get uh, totally into Dune. I've actually, it's one of the first books I've reread. I'm feeling now. I'm seeing these video versions that now I need to reread these books that I loved a very long time ago. Yeah. And it's only now they're starting to make them into decent films. But Denny Villeneuve, man, if his name's on a film, you should go see it because it will at least be beautiful. You know, someone's listening right now and they're going, okay, what are you guys actually talking about? <laughs> no, and I did, I did, I did warn you yeah, that yeah, yeah. this happens. Yeah, and, no, for sure. Yeah. So, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad the strike is over. <laughs> oh, thank I'm, goodness. Thank I'm goodness. Glad we're going to be well, producing the actors are some still striking. Content. Aren't the actors still on strike? I thought the actors were joining in on that. No. Well, they were. They came in on it in yeah. support, but they're. But have they decided to settle uh, otherwise? I don't know, because it is still the same issue. They're not. Yeah. And yeah, they deserve it. I mean, this goes. Sorry, I could now take us back into history of some of the you know the guys who founded rock and roll. Yeah. Now in their eighties, have to tour because. Okay, let's call it what it was. White producers screwed them out of any money, Absolutely. and these guys were not highly educated they were just talented yep. and you know you made enough money in the moment to get all this cool stuff you could never afford yeah. but down the line Boom. you don't own any of your property yeah. and so other people are making money on it and so what are they doing now uh, they've got to keep touring so that they can afford to live exactly and who wants and to be touring when they're 80 years old like yeah, they should uh, be living <laughs> off the fruits of their of their talent exactly and the fact that they created they something be popular. At Margaritaville, you know, yeah. on the second the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. He was chilling and owned a bar in Key West. And he was you know. a workaholic, that guy, though. I mean, that's it's yeah. amazing what he created from 
Now, those I've got beginnings. the connection for you, and now oh, okay, I'm okay. going to forget his name. He's now bald, the sur- world, world champion surfer, one of the great uh, surfers uh, of all time. The GOAT? Are you talking the GOAT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly Slater? Yeah, Kelly Slater okay, yeah, yeah. did an homage because I follow them all, and he was talking about how Jimmy Buffett was like a second father to him. Wow. They had a, they had a great relationship, and I mean, I'm now seeing it, the whole workaholic thing. It's not yeah. about Partyville yeah. and Key West. But Kelly Slater, man, he's still working it. I know. I know. The dude is, <laughs> he's the goat. And then I could tell you about when I met Sean Thompson on the beach at Durban. Oh, but man. after seeing him in Galveston and he pretended like he remembered me. <laughs> and it nice. was like, that's that, nice. that was cool. Of that him. was, that was cool. very oh, celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, how's it going? And I'm like, dude, it's so chill. <laughs> Much better surf in Durban than in Galveston. Galveston, he was out there pumping it. Yeah just trying to get anything out of this small swell. <laughs> well, and, and that's one time we were at the, uh, surf comp in, in, uh, why is, why is it missing money to beach? Huntington beach. Yeah. Surf city hey, USA. Yeah. I've, yeah. yeah there hey. you go. Thank you. We, we're, we're riffing off each other here. There you go. And Kelly Slater is there doing his thing, but there's no waves. There's nothing. It's, it's, it's almost flat. It's, it's, but he's getting something out of it. So this is the thing. He's getting something out of it. And then out of nowhere, out of who knows what and how, there's a little bit of a lip, a little bit of a tube on, on something. But it, we're talking, it's only like a foot and a half away. He gets into it. <laughs> it's like, everyone's just going, sliding across the top, he's doing underneath. the free He's underneath. He goes, yeah. it does a little loop. He's in the tube. But the tube is like this big. It's two and a half feet. He still made it in and out. And people are just going, yeah, because he's the goat. He's the goat. <sighs> yeah. Slater <laughs> all the way. All the way. Yeah. No um, question. Yeah, that was pretty fantastic. Yeah. So my yeah. South African connections might make me say Sean, but yeah, no, Kelly Slater is the man know, and he's still doing it. He's still doing it. He's in his fifties now. I mean, he's, he, yeah, he doesn't look like a man. No. The ocean is good. It's, it's the treated ocean him very well for you. It's treated him very well. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So that's, hey, we, we, we did want to, I, I mean, I, I gave you that wonderful intro and it, yeah, I mean, thanks. and it's, and it's kind of, it's, it's kind of cool because I do think when we talk colleagues, very few of my colleagues have sat down in front of this, these podcast mics with me. Really? Very few. I know. That's what I often say, too. Really. Like, I think Badron. Badron, Badron. For who's, sure. Who's now in Abu Dhabi. And maybe one other person from another college. <laughs> Ian Michael. No, dude, that's wrong. Oh, okay. Ian yeah, Michael. from business. Yeah, I'm from business. Okay, no, and fine. that's it. Yeah. That's it. Say two. And I've always said, and I work with a bunch of characters who for sure and, and pick characters in a positive light yeah. who, have, who have so much to share. And I often find that, you know, we talk about what we do and, you know, look, you get, you're a patent holder, you do this great research, you're into game, online gaming stuff. You, yeah. you know, you're, you're teaching all sorts of really interesting communication courses and tourism courses and, and stuff. My obsessions. Yeah. And, and that's, that's our life. And then I always say, but all of these people, these characters, as I call them, that I work with, that's only one dimension of their life. And it was not, you know, about a year ago, I would say about a year ago, it came out that, oh, Russell has created a board game. And I'm like, what? Like, I talked to Russell quite a bit. How come I've never heard of this? What? What? And yeah, it was, it was a process over a lot of years. So, so tell me about, I mean, this whole idea, because if I think Russell Williams, I'm thinking mobile phone, maybe an app, maybe an electronic game. But no, you've gone old school 
to the core and created a literal in-the-box board game. Sustainable box. Sustainable made box, of, yeah. Made of, okay. Don't yeah. have all the plastic, <laughs> so we're looking at a sustainable thing. Sorry. I was not very organized. <laughs> it's a board uh, game. Printed in yeah. Abu Dhabi. So the, so so it is sourced in Abu Dhabi. I, yeah. I can't say the plastic is sourced in Abu Dhabi, but petroleum product might be. Dude, look wait a this. minute. Look at that. Look at I got this. a whole mess going on in yeah, here. This is awesome. This is a proper. This is a play the, board game this right is, here. Yeah, this is. A, so then we've got we've got rules. Yeah, hold on. There's another piece here. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. that's 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 another thing. Yeah, excessive. So, 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 on. But, so, but but so actually it totally fits in with all those things because the way it started was I had an idea. Okay. My, m one of my first research things, I, I, I study people playing games yeah. and because I am a more, I mean, you know, just like star Wars, I played video games back in the day. My dad bought a Mattel in television. I've got one at home right now in, in Dubai. Dude, that's like a handful. And that disc controller <laughs> oh, <like> is maddening, <laughs> especially if you're not in the right perspective oh, it's wrong. and trying to figure out which way yeah. to make that race car turn left or right. You know what I'm talking I, I, about? I, I okay. know. I know. So we had that because my dad was not going to buy the Atari. No, of course not. He's going to buy <laughs> the secondary one that in his mind, and actually my dad was a computer programmer from back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so back, and I didn't find out till I was 35 years old at a job interview when somebody said to me, don't mention that to these other professors. And I looked at them and go, why? That's a front for who? Yeah. The three letter organization that has black stars on its wall. Uh, so, uh, so where the Mr. Heck was and Mrs. I? Smith, yeah, you're talking go. about the motor, what made, but what led what to you start thinking this, about, so, yeah. so the first thing, the first thing we did was I actually got from Hasbro their original computer version, gift in kind of Monopoly. Okay. And we had it on, I think, Mac SEs at the most. We had a lab uh, that I built. Uh -huh. It was back Apple, the new media labs program yeah. that Apple was doing. And... I talked to Hasbro and I said, I want to do this study because part of my thing is I love sports. Right. Okay? So yep. I'm a big Liverpool supporter. I'm very excited about the Dodgers. I know baseball and real football don't match very well, but they do. Uh, and I always thought about the aggression. I feel my wife won't go to sporting events with me because I'm, I get very, it, your passion builds up. And I mean, it's an effective, your South African real wife. No, no, no. If it's rugby, yeah, that's okay. okay. I can yell at the way. ref all I want, but uh, okay. American sports yeah. or in real life. Yeah, yeah. Forget it. Yeah, no, she's less interested in my intensity. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you, you, this conversation does send me down places because one of her things is I can tell when she's really into a game is when she says they can't possibly win. Once she says she can't, they can't possibly win, I'm like, she's rooting hard. Yeah. Even if it's silent, I know where we are. That's, you know, the product of 30 years. Yeah. But so, so part of my thing was I'm tired of seeing stuff about the study of individuals playing aggressive or violent games. Right. Let's see if there's any aggression 
associated with just a game. Right. I grew up in a house where we played games and we played for blood. So the simpler <laughs> as snakes a family, and ladders, we, snakes and ladders was with a no, hammer. No, 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 muggins. You know <laughs> muggins, <laughs> yes. dominoes. Yeah, yeah. And you have to do the math with the fives. <laughs> I was playing my grandfather. My grandfather's like, if you can't multiply your fives any faster than that, we're moving on. So boom, you're done. <laughs> so from my grandfather, who was a teacher in a one-room schoolhouse in rural Illinois. Okay, now see, everything's a story, and. So that's what I grew up with. So I loved playing games. And then the other story is we, we went and visited some friends on the other side of LA, I think like over in, over in San Bernardino County or something. So that's really far from LA County for those of us living there. And we went over and we decided to play risk. Oh, risk. I game. was about 13 years old yeah. and I was about to run out of armies and the host said, let's form an alliance. My dad looked at him and said, don't do that. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Don't do that. He said, no, 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 I'm going to do it. Within three moves, I'd wiped him off the map with all the power he had given me because the point is we're playing to win here, aren't we? And I'm the youngest playing this game, so I need to prove a point. So, and I didn't want my dad to be a liar. Yeah, yeah I needed yeah, to support yeah. my dad in that way. And I mean, we're still good friends. So, that works, but it, but so, that's so what board, I grew up with. So board games are in your blood. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm from that generation. But I, but the thing is, you remember these moments. I mean, yeah. I remember my grandfather really fondly from playing these games. And actually, I think we were playing in Yosemite, so we were playing in the great outdoors, yeah. camping, and the whole thing, and remembering that part, and then going seeing old friends we hadn't seen. All, we played games and I very fortunately have a nephew who's a total game geek. There you, go. you know, he's a master of Catan. He's a master of all these. I mean, he introduced us to pandemic, not the version you play on computer, which is silly. This is actually a really collaborative, cooperative game. But so I thought to myself, what I'd really like to do is take it a step further because what we found was actually that that based on gender people our biggest outcome was that there was more aggression with men than women so this was in mm. pennsylvania etc and i thought you know what would be good is if we could do this online right. and so if your, we, your love just to, just to bring every recap here your love of board games is in your blood yes then as an academic you're studying how we're playing games which ultimately also leads into you know, a digital world, which is very, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And, and so you're, 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 you're bringing your passion into your, your scholar. Yeah. Remember work. Wired Magazine? I don't yeah, even know if it's still out there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like, exists. uh, issue two or three with Sonic on the cover. I, I, don't, I don't remember if, that, but I okay. do. It's very vivid to me. It was one of the first ones. And what they said very specifically, if you want to know the future of computers, look at video games. There we go. Because it's always higher and it's, it's better processing speed. It's yeah. better visual, um, visual depth, uh, and all those sorts of things. So I was very interested in it cause I had played a lot of games and for a guy who with my education and even at that point, some of my age, people didn't imagine that. I mean, the actual average age of people playing video games is much higher than the world imagines. Actually, there's even data that here in the UAE, Emirati women continue to play video games at a higher level than Arab expats who then play at a higher level than Western expats. Wow. 
so that was from that park data yeah. from back in the day and that was like super interesting and i've had conversations with suhela and other people and we've discussed why but we can't publish any of that because it's one person's opinion so now we're trying to work out a way to, to <laughs> find it but uh but it it's just this yeah i love games but i want to take out the violent part of the game so you can't say oh violent game it, it, you go yeah. back in films yeah. and the and, violent and, games sell let's let's face it i mean you look at what is being marketed now uh, i yeah, mean well i have students who say first they're, person killer i have right? students here yeah. who say their fathers play gta so it sounds a little haram to me but hey i get it uh and so my idea was i wanted to make a game that was non-violent but had competition in it. And so my, where, where, where did that process start then? Because, you no, know, no, no, that started when I got, moved to Hong Kong. Okay. And I got published. And, and to be honest, I, I don't know where this comes from, from the arrogant guy I just introduced to you. <laughs> but I always thought my ideas weren't that great. Weren't, everyone's weren't like that. Very, All inventors are like that. All weren't very original. That's what everyone so, thinks. Everyone and, thinks that about themselves. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And a third little third person effect, you know, other yeah. people are smarter than me, yeah. whatever. And actually it was a master's student. And when we started, I told her, okay, we're going to get you your master's degree with this, but then I'm going to publish it. And my name's going to be first. You're going to do all the hard work, but it's where that kind of system works really well. She was totally fine with it. It was great. Submitted it to a conference, best paper. What? How is that possible? It was super simple, very straightforward. We had positive findings, all this stuff. Ended up first attempt to put it in a journal. Yeah, as is. You don't wow. have to edit it. It's like, that's never happened again. That's fantastic. But, but, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. It feels now this is a pretty good idea. So I was thinking about taking it further, and I was thinking about online environments, and I was now in Hong Kong. And so what I thought about was, okay, It'd be really cool if I could, I can establish a relationship with some people in Taiwan. Then I can take kids in Hong Kong. So there's sort you know, there's a natural geographic physical divide and I could have them play a game, but what game am I going to have them play? And see, one of my issues with Monopoly is, okay, sorry, I'm going to go here. You're getting uh, the dice, uh, a die there out of a bag. That's everything in Monopoly. Yeah. Is that device right there? Yeah. You might as well go to Vegas, and at least you're not putting money in it because because Monopoly is decided first two times around the board. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this dice has really nice weight to it. it feels oh, nice oh. in the hand. Okay, sorry, I'm obsessed where'd you, where'd with that part. Where'd you source that from? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I used to live in China. So, uh, okay, sorry, uh, but uh, so so. I thought, okay, I need a game where, yeah, there's going to be chance, but we also need skill. We need something because then people's re response will be different. Right. Okay? Yeah, so yeah. this whole long story was I had to design a game. So what I did was I can't program a game or ask someone else to program a game. I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, I understand what happens. Can I properly code something? No, but. Can I get something started? Yes. So I created a paper prototype. My decision was, uh, here we go. I was going to do New York. Okay. 
because I thought, okay, that will, that will be a city that will have equal opportunity. The kids from Taiwan and Hong Kong have never been there. Yeah. So no one has an inherent advantage. Cause if I did Hong Kong inherent advantage, if I did Taipei, but even if I did Beijing, you don't know how that's going to play out. Right. Uh, but I created a paper prototype and then I thought, okay, but if I do the paper, paper prototype, I got to figure out if it plays. Yeah. So I made a paper prototype. It went through a bunch of iterations. And actually, when I really started working on it was 2003. Oh. Do you know what happened in 2003? COVID number one. SARS one. Because yeah. this recent one and the one that's still lingering is COVID SARS two. Yeah. Uh, it was really interesting when I saw that. But I won't get into that part. But we weren't working in Hong Kong particularly. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it was serious etc especially since that was the place where it first spread from it didn't start with us it started in Guangzhou don't let anybody tell you differently and but I couldn't leave so my wife and daughter left but I couldn't leave but I couldn't go to work uh, so and I thought I've got time I've got this idea I was learning illustrator at the time and I thought let me start developing this thing and it went through a bunch of, I mean, it used to require me to carry it. You know, those, those, those blanket bags. Yes. Speaking of China, where you get the giant, like you go to Dragon Mart and you get, you get yourself one of those yeah. things that'll burn up like that, that you shouldn't even wrap around you. But it's this huge bag. That's what was required for me to carry this around. And we had friends, uh, poor South African friends in Hong Kong. And every time I came over, I would They're going, start. Oh, not him again. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because, and these guys were actually jockeys, so they were very competitive individuals, so I could tap into that, and they started playing it. And they were like, this is kind of nice. And it was, it's more complex than the Abu Dhabi one, apparently. Uh, and they liked playing it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, let me take some home with me, because <laughs> My family has this history, and as long yeah. as I keep it kind of secret, I could potentially, you know, get it patented, get it protected, and things like that. Yeah. And they started playing it, and they loved it. And I worked with my dad actually on the rules. The computer programmer is much better about rules and stuff like that than I am. I'm much more wing it kind of guy. And it took on a life of its own. And then we started working toward getting it pat patented. Uh, uh, there's a lot of crazy things that happened when we finally printed it. There were some things that really made it impossible for me to sell, but I went to the three biggest toy shows in the world in the same year. And that year was 2007, 2008. Uh -huh. uh, when people were <laughs> highly risk aversive. <laughs> yes. Good so timing. You, got good, you have, have amazing timing, timing, Russell. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I was in, I was in Nuremberg for, for the Spielware Mesa, which is the top three. So Hong Kong, New York, and actually my mom and dad, I went to New York and my mom and dad flew out to New York and we spent time together and it was fun. Yeah. And I was wasting money. And <laughs> by being there, cause I had so many people say, Oh, what uh, a good yeah. idea. Yeah. But uh, I really like you, but, but we don't want to take a risk. And even in the game business at that time, like even the people in the big box stores, they were telling people like Hasbro, 
and, uh, and the German companies and all kinds of people. Yeah, what we're going to do is give you two shelves. You're going to stock it. You're going to take all the risk, and anything we don't sell, we're sending back to you, and we're not paying you up front. And they were kind of stuffed. So yeah. they, said, okay, they had yeah, to do yeah, we'll that. Do that. We'll and that's it. why we end up with Scrabble and Monopoly, right. and we ended up we end up with these games we've seen a million times. And the game has to be so large audience, et cetera. And the real story comes down to, I actually hate Monopoly. I've been asked so many times. <laughs> really? Yeah, I what? do. What? What? Because the game's over on the first two rounds, right. and then we sit around and play three and a half hours. <laughs> it's pointless, <laughs> but you already it's know inevitable. It's you know what the end <laughs> involves. Who owns this side of the board over yeah. here, regardless of what it is, whether you know whether it's something in Beijing or whether it's, uh, it's sorry, Park Place or Broadway. And in fact, what's very interesting <laughs> about that Monopoly, uh, when my dad was in the Navy, my parents lived in, Oh, Atlantic City, which is the model city of if you ever get a generic, yeah, and you're like, this feels New York, but it's not. It's like, no, it's Atlantic City in New Jersey. And yeah, my daughter lives in New Jersey. So, uh, and never mind. Uh, it's weird things. But the idea would be here, you could see it was much more complicated, it used to be. I've never been big on all the big plastic stuff because that would be somebody else I'd have to negotiate with. But here, essentially, it's oh, a map. Okay. Of the, it's a map of the city, right? And the original version, this was built, and this is what's patented. Yeah, and it looks a little crazy, and people get really confused by it. But the whole point is, you travel around the city just like you would, right? If you want to turn left, turn left. If you want to turn right, you turn right. And the only thing that stops you is if somebody's in your way. You can't go through a spot that somebody else is on. So then you have to readjust. And as a tourism person, I love walking around. I love seeing stuff. And actually, diehard game people would prefer this to the game I have here, but the, the game I've made. But it gets confusing to people. It's very hard to take three-dimensional life yeah. and have people understand it two-dimensionally. Uh, I sent a copy to the or handed a copy to the people at the new york transit museum because i was looking for outlets and yeah they said we, we tried for 45 minutes and couldn't figure out how to play it's like <laughs> do you have you ever walked down the street in manhattan what what are you talking about hard to play so there's a million things going on here but let's just so that's way too much history but the point is i loved it and since doing this and moving forward I invented a few other games along the way that involved some different things with the dice and some different ideas. <laughs> and then, it, then I started having students here play it. And even in my, in my uh, writing for PR class, which was with male students one summer, I said, you know what? I'm going to be the client. Let's have them play the game. And then they have the client in the room, which is me. I'm going to teach them how to write, and then I'm going to say whether I like the writing as both the teacher and the client. And we did that. We played the game, and they threw some suggestions in that were like, okay, cool. I hadn't thought of that. And some of them were like really appealed to my aggressive heart uh, <laughs> in gameplay. And so the game started to evolve, and even there was a point where I was having some students play it, and they're like, yeah, it's nice. I said, okay, that's not a good response. What do you, what do you want? Sir, there needs to be Arabic. 
And I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. I'm the only person in the room. First language native, English. Yeah, mm-hmm. who natively speaks English. I don't know if native's the right word. Uh, but then I, what I also did was worked on a fixed path. Ah, so instead of having so, it like you're in a city with the New York version, you've got a, a path. Yeah, where you randomly choose. Now yeah. what I have, okay, I don't know where we could see that or not, uh, and there's too much stuff. Let me move it. This is how I live my life. <laughs> I always have to clean up after I talk. Uh, no, but so it's a fixed path, but I even created some optional pathways and it's incorporated, the spaces actually look very similar to the other one, but what you're doing is you're starting at the airport and you're traveling around town. And I have actually ultimately devised nine different games you can play on this board. Really? Yeah. So this is, okay. okay. So, but what I include in the game is five, the rules of five different ones. And it came from games and, and that's where time and the evolution of an idea, time makes that happen. Because you see it, so you what? play it, you try it, you do all those things. Urban Excursions, the game's called Abu Dhabi. It literally is taking you through, in a sense, the Emirate, really, and the city. Well, it's the city. It's it, well, the city. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of the Emirate. Okay. So it's really taking you through the city. Walk me through sort of the, the game that people might play first. Okay, the game people play first, easy peasy. It's a race. You start here, you go around, you come back here. First person back here on, you know, on an exact roll wins the game. Now, see, this is why this is terrible over here, Uh, but I do have really snappy. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I was supposed to prepare for this, and we were busy chatting. It's okay. So it didn't happen. So so you you don't like Monopoly. No, 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 because I like, okay. But you've, you've, through all of your years of playing things like Risk and Monopoly and, you know, the, the list goes on and on. Yeah. You've, you've fine-tuned the experience. Yeah, yeah. And the, the point is, you can't take chance out of the game. Right. But I want there to be some strategy. Mm. So, and, and some of this is actually came from that, that, that men's class because I had these things, which are opportunity cards. So I know how do I get the opportunity cards? Where do it? Ah, okay. Okay. So there's a, these used to have question marks. They've evolved. And I came up with this sort of sun design thing Uh as my skills got better in, uh, (laughs) in illustrator, et cetera. But so there's, there's this whole bunch of opportunity cards. So there's one. Okay. So it's a helicopter. So in this, okay, so in the old game, you could fly anywhere. Right. But in this game, since you're on a path, if I'm past that path, I could be anywhere here. So if I landed there, okay, I took this helicopter, I could fly to there. Ah, so you can fly. Okay. That's And And, and that's so, so the opportunity cards were all kind of positive in that way. Yeah. Those students said, well, sir, <laughs> couldn't I use that card against someone? I said, okay, give me a day. Let me think about it. And literally, it was less than 15 minutes. I'm like, that's <laughs> genius. genius. I love that. So you got your opportunity and, card to, to so take the away opportunity. the opportunity. <laughs> exactly. So the opportunity card could then be, 
you know, somebody's way out ahead of me and I'm sitting here and I could pull them back to a helicopter. Yeah. Or, you know, there could be reasons in other games to send them forward so they can't yeah. score, all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. So, so those were in opportunity cards. But then this even evolved in, with play when I was playing with friends and they would use these to help their kids. Oh, so you're so playing like, and your kids are playing. You're not an established yeah, team, yeah. but you've got that. And your, your son or daughter is over here and you say, well, gosh, I can get them out ahead. Let me play it for her. So you can play these. Uh, you can only hold one because uh-huh. my ridiculous extended family, we played once for three and a half hours in a very monopoly like way. Cause man, they just kept drawing opportunity cars and then they were holding them yeah. and then they were playing them. I said, no, I need rules. But, so there's things like that, okay? This was, those students suggested jail. Sir, there needs to be jail. I'm like, jail? Jail. I'm like, okay. okay. And then I figured out how to make jail operate. And actually this summer, I thought I could make it softer. I could make it spa. <laughs> you got to go to the spa. Because then I was in L.A., so I was thinking, oh, you got to go to rehab. But then yeah. it's like, no. <laughs> let's just so we'll see if i go to the spa but but it's then it's like everybody in my family they're like everybody understands jail i said yeah but sometimes when i show it to people from these cities they get upset my first version for new york had a mugger in it (laughs) of course it did holy crap new york people in Korea. we're not playing that game what is that stupid card we don't have muggers anymore i'm going yeah live with that fantasy okay but I, I am from L.A., but I actually do love New York, and that's a very unusual <laughs> it's thing. It's very unusual. It's either one or the other, my friend. Yeah, no, I am, I am, I am on both. Uh, but so, so this card, even as horrible as it sounds, yeah. could be used positively. It could move you up on the board. It could, it, it could move you sort of in line to score and a whole bunch of things like that. And this has a touch of nostalgia in it that I've, I've dialed down, but basically if anyone rolls a five, you come out of jail. Okay. And see, that was based originally on five and three. If you've seen the Jumanji movie, that's uh-huh. the only way he yeah, gets yeah. out of the game ah. is with a five or a three Okay. or a five and a three. It, so yeah. that's where it, that role. So that role sounds rather random, but it's not. It has meaning because I have that sense of nostalgia. So, so what ends up is these cards take this pathway, and there are option there are options yeah. in it, but it takes the pathway and makes it less fixed, and it 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 pleases my video game soul because I have a lot more options. I right. have choices. I'm not stuck in a square. What are the other cards? You got other cards here. Okay, as well. so okay, let's see. What do we got? So we got. But you got these I opportunity got cards. But I, I see tons of cards. Okay, so all right. So first game is just a, a sprint. Okay. Nice. Okay. Get you get you warmed up. Right. Get you warmed up. Get you, and see the point is get you playing with the opportunity cards. Right. Okay. So you so then you, you, so you start. Them. Okay. You, you go. Okay. You get hooked on those because because that's sorry. My audio is no good because I'm coming around the mic. Uh, the gets you used to, gets you start learning the strategy. Because the other thing, one of the other sustainable things in my mind, at least about playing this game, is you're learning. As you learn the game, the game becomes more fun because right. you learn where's the power, and the power is in opportunity. Uh, so that's why but you can it's only a have one opportunity board. card at a time. 
but you can only hold one. Yeah. And if I pick up another one, I got to choose because I can okay. only hold one. Yeah. And then am oh, I going to play it? Oh, so and if you don't okay. want to play, so maybe you decide it won't do you any good. So you play that way. Now, the other cards match each part of the emirate okay so so each the of city. these places so are these like the, parts of the this city? is older yeah so we've got monorad al sadiat and then so obviously a future version here mm -hmm. is going to have the abrahamic family is we're obviously going to have to add the getty uh i'm trying to think there what's over here so we've got jabail mangroves i mean that's pretty modern there sorry now i'm spacing out on some other new stuff here and then, I mean, it's even got Hudayriyat, yeah. which, which you guys from Dubai probably don't even know what I'm talking about. But so these cards match, and there's two kinds. There's My Cool, okay, Emirati uh -huh. logo, uh, that was built off, you know, that, that demonstrates my increased skill in Illustrator. There we go. And then there's two kinds, and then there's kinds for with a star, and that's for a different game. Okay. So, but they both score the same. The second game is... You want to get over there, and you get a bonus for getting back to the airport, but you score for every every place oh. you land. Ah. So then these cards, okay, like a medium move, six plus or minus, or that one of the most powerful cards in the game is this one, which is a minor move, one, two, three. Oh, okay. Because yeah. then get to the I could roll, I could roll and go just pat and go just short or just past i pop out this card i go one back boom i've scored and only you only only the first person scores <laughs> okay so dynamite comes in small packages so and also i i like to get all braggy on my on my attraction cards that is a the pattern on the back uh -huh. is a kufic version of abu dhabi okay in several different angles and it's nice and small so it's a little subtle but it's very cool uh, I can't write in Arabic. I, I, you know, everything about this game ended up being collective effort. Yeah. I paid a little money for some translations. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen because <laughs> I got two totally different translations because <laughs> I took that to colleagues and I said, okay, here's the English. Then I started colleagues. And then if, so Suhaila, who's Palestinian speaks Arabic. And then I took it to my Lebanese friend speaks MSA, so he understands modern standard Arabic, but he, boy, I mean, there's something about <laughs> being from Lebanon that's very precious, you know, about being specific, and yeah, yeah. It, it was really cool. So I found ways to evolve that and to have the language on the board to make people feel comfortable, and also, you know, to reach out to a whole population of, of, uh, sorry, of Mina expats, and. Even for people who've lived here, you know, having the Arabic on it makes it feel like here. Yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's Dubai or Abu Dhabi. So, so that that second game is that. Then the third game is when it's. I'm gonna have to remember in order. But the third game is when it starts to alter a little bit. Oh, oh. And I believe it's unique, but I don't think I'm gonna try to patent it. But you play tag. Oh. And you're only safe from being, so the first, the, the person starts there, it, there, it. And what I'm doing, what I've done is metaphorically, everything's about celebrity. So that person is the celebrity. So you want to go back to there and you want to be the celebrity. Okay. But if anybody lands on the same spot as you, accepted attractions, so attractions are safe. 
then they become the celebrity uh. and turn and then everybody else is civilian. So it's celebrity and civilians. Yeah, yeah. So basically I found a way to play another three dimensional game, which is tag that everybody knows. Yeah. And most of the time you don't want to be it depending on your personality. Yeah. Okay. But in this game, you do want to be it. So then these opportunity cards get crazy. Right. Okay, so you can't get ta- you can't get tagged and change your role in jail, but hey, if if you're way ahead of me and I put you in jail, I got a chance to get up close to you and to swap. And the thing is, the card, the character of the cards change. Okay, <laughs> because the goal with the goal. Yeah, yeah. So a card that says the exact same thing now has a different value. Oh man. Okay. And so and then from so that game usually plays out really, really well. Uh, I think that was the game we were playing and we were playing with one of my daughter's friends. And for some reason, he decided to send me back to the heart of the city. So there are two cards in here. Wait, wait, wait. See if I can find one because I'm so disorganized, which you can tell. (laughs) All right. I thought it was going to be audio and I could pretend this wasn't. It is audio. Okay, it is audio. Nothing's happening. Do not look at the man behind the curtain. Just ignore him. It's, there's nothing going on here at all. So I'll put a few of these just for discussion. So, yeah, da, da, da. I can't tell you how many times at shows and other places and say, oh, this is exactly like Monopoly. And for a long, long time, I'd go, no. And I'd be really upset for that very reason I told you, because I'm not a huge fan of Monopoly. And then at one point, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to say yes, so they don't walk away and think I'm aggressive or a jerk, or I have to tell my whole story of why I hate Monopoly, and nobody's supposed to hate Monopoly. And I just say yes, and then I'd explain how it's different. Yeah. And they were saying that about an open world game. So basically, in, in even in video game talk, this game is on rails. The older game is open world. And I'd like to think, and actually my patent kind of indicates, I was one of the first people to put open rail, uh, open world onto a two-dimensional board mm. where you have this whole idea of you travel around. There's plenty of games where you travel around. And then going back to the whole original thing, I was working for this research project that got thrown away because I got into doing the board game. This is nostalgic for me. It connects. And I think we're missing this in society Yeah, is a game like this can make what we're doing together happen. Yeah. Because you can be in conversation. You can play with your kids. You can play with just your friends. You can choose what level intensity you want to play, et cetera. So a very funny, there's two of these cards, which is the heart shot. Okay. And in New York, it's Central Park. That's the heart of the city. Here, I moved it to right next to Custer Alhosen, which, mm-hmm. okay, it used to be by the mosque, but that's too far to one side in the game. So it's a little more central, even though it's way over here. And it is by Custer Alhosen. So that is the heart of the city. And you can move a person from anywhere to there. Mm, okay. So my daughter's friend was almost finishing the celebrity game, he decided to send me here. Nice. What he didn't understand (laughs) was this was the card he hadn't seen that I'd been holding the whole game. So then he came back and joined me. (laughs) So a game that should have been over 
then proceeded to be played for another 45 minutes and oh yeah i won because then and and actually i love playing with people playing my game because i don't play aggressively i want to watch i don't want to win i actually was playing the game in a pitch once and i was i was wiping this woman out i was wiping the floor with her and i was just going i'm trying not to but i'm thinking no i can't she'll know if i lay down and then what I loved about the game is the game turned right. because she got smarter playing it. Yeah. She figured out and the dice turned and the cards turned a little bit and she started using them more effectively and she ended up winning and I felt good. Did they decide to distribute the game? No, uh, <laughs> but it might happen yet though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so, this, this becomes the challenge, doesn't it? Because like we, we've talked about several of the different games on this one game. You've made it, you patented it, you've, printed it you've got all the pieces it's boxed it's ready to go you got now you got to distribute it and we've been we've been trying this is hard yeah it is absolutely hard and even i was having a conversation with my dad and he was saying yeah but you don't like the selling part and it's like yeah if i could get one win of a reasonable size i mean even the new york game i I pitched it to FAO Schwartz, which apparently has come back now. I'm very excited. That's what I hear. Because it disappeared, and then I saw it in some show just recently because they overgrew, and Uh we could talk about the business principles there. But FAO Schwartz, the FAO Schwartz, the dancing on the piano, big movie, FAO Schwartz. And I was there, and I was there with kids from Hong Kong, and I decided, okay, I'm going to pitch it. And they had this thing where once a week or once a month, they had open pitch and I showed it to, I showed it to this guy who was there. I happened to be fortunate to be on that day, or maybe I planned that trip, but I showed it to him and he said, this is great. He said, you know, what's really great about it. I wrote a guidebook to all <laughs> the places I wrote it. I photographed it. I, yeah. All of this media is mine which really throws people off. Wait, you're a university professor. Yeah, 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 but I make stuff and I want to make it all myself. And this guy said, it's fantastic because we've got all these games that name places. I had train stops. I had bus routes. And I showed it to you. I told you the address especially now in the days of, you know, with yeah. everybody having GPS, all you have to do is punch in the address. You, you can get there. I mean, nowadays, yeah. So, and he really liked that. But then he says, but, That's always I, a but. Could, uh, I could only take like 10 copies. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I, I'm not sure how to price 10 copies in a way that's affordable for anybody because printing you, yeah, even at a thousand copies, you're, it's too much money. You can't bring the price, you know, everything's about yeah, yeah. volume. Everything is about scale. Everything yeah. is about economies of scale. But, you know, I feel good because maybe that door's open again and maybe they'll, they won't do it again. That opportunity is probably once in a lifetime. But he really did legitimately like it. And he's like, but because it's brand new, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, yeah, always we'd excuses. have to, test, you know, yeah, yeah. we'd have to make sure it's going off the shelf. And I'm thinking, yeah, so I have to print thousand games i gotta underprice it to you so you can price it reasonably to tourists and whoever's coming into fao and so you and i get that sentimentality of fao i mean it's like the world's toy store as far as i'm concerned if i could be in there that you know maybe if i could get 10 but that you know 
whatever. I'll leave that alone. It's a whole bunch of what ifs, but, but it's just that idea that I, I can't bear that risk as an entrepreneur. Yeah. The game and toy business has massive barriers to entry because Hasbro Mattel control it all. And the Barbie movie's not going to help that any. Okay. Cause it's going to push the brand forward. The fact that they're doing transformers and all these movies that they've smartly jumped into that business, that they're constant, you know, people are paying money to watch two and a half, one and a half hour commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> when I was watching Barbie, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. Okay. I understand I paid for, I yeah. paid for Oppenheimer. I understand I paid for that, but now I'm paying because, because of my daughter, we did the Barbie hammer thing. I don't know if you know about that thing among Gen Z. We Barbie hammered in LA. Okay. So, you know, very different films. Both have their qualities. You know, obviously Barbie can't touch Oppenheimer. And if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. Anybody who's listening at all, it's unbelievable. Christopher Nolan makes amazing movies too. And it's like I'm watching a commercial and I'm thinking, yeah, this is another place where they get recognized more and more and more. Yeah. And it's just hard to get into. And the fact is, you know, you've got the retail in. So the thing you're talking about selling it. So we're yeah. trying to sell it through social media, et cetera. But, you know, once again, the timing is it's, it's, it, you it's, know, it's it, hard. It, it's and, it, and people often say, oh, yeah, I'm going to put this up on Insta or I'm going to use Facebook. Yeah, like it's going to magically. Yeah, it's it, it is a hard business and it's a slot and you have to be committed. It's a job. Yeah. It's a job. It's actually, uh, a lot of what my oldest daughter does in PR in New Jersey for the New Jersey government. I mean, is a trying to convince old guys that social is significant. And then they go, yeah, okay. It's significant. You can just do it. And she's like, no that's not really that's not true it yeah it's like yeah. yeah i would be very good at it but then yeah. you also want me to press relations and yeah. you also want me to write your speeches and to write you you know talking points it's like that's a whole bunch of jobs yeah and for one person because even when i first showed this a couple of my nephews were like ross that's a good idea man let's make a game and i'm sitting there going yeah, that sounds nice. A, the making the game part, because it's like, dude, you got to make something somebody wants to play. And you think this didn't come from my sweat, blood, and tears. Uh, it did. But, uh, no, so so that is the challenge. And now, I mean, what I'm thinking about is pre, pre-Grand Prix. Okay, yeah. To try to get into, you know, borders, to try to get into some of the shops. I mean, Carrefour does some games. Uh-huh. Uh, and the thing is for here, this is my start because it's in the city where I love, I mean, obviously in a whole bunch of ways, Dubai is a bigger market. And that, that even sets me, I have this underdog attitude. I think you probably get that, that it's like, well, let me make an Abu Dhabi game. And then, you know, but then I go, I'm at the Dubai airport and I'm going, man, because everybody <laughs> sees this and goes tourists. And to me, that's not yeah. where my head's at. I think everybody would want to play. I mean, I had I'm thinking schools. I'm thinking you just put this in schools. You learn some geography. Yeah. You learn strategy. You learn strategic, critical thinking. You, Honestly, you're learning all those, about the country. I mean, this to me is is a no brainer. I've even yeah, I've mapped out the whole country. That, that yeah. I think 
a lot of our, well, even a lot of my students down in Abu Dhabi, they, they've never even heard of fossil dunes, which is one of the coolest places yeah. in Abu Dhabi. I've been. I, I'm guessing you, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Here's the guy from Dubai. He's been to fossil dunes. They're actually developing it now. Wow. Uh, That's all. That Abu Dhabi be, tourism is now developing. when they start to develop these things. Cause you know, I got there, got stuck on the way and you know, yeah. you know how it is. Yeah. And, and that whole area and, is very unique cause there's like a, the reserve yeah, yeah. and it's near the camel track and yeah. all that stuff out there. And it's very cool, but it's like, they've never thought about it. And it's an interesting geological phenomenon of, you know, chemicals in the sand that yeah. make it permanent and it's beautiful it's beautiful photographs it's great yeah. insta it's all those things but even as i went around i mean i recently was doing a survey in my tourism class of where would you send me where would you send your friend where would you send a foreigner so yeah. i'm a foreigner but i'm a resident and obviously i've stood in front of them and told them about all the places in their home because i'm obviously addicted and Alquana came up big. I'm not sure. Do you know Alquana? Which means the channel, by the way. Yeah. No. Okay. It's new development right before the Musafa Bridge. Okay. I know where it's that where is. they have Pixel. They've oh, got oh, the, I do, they've I, got the play space. They've got I the National Aquarium. I didn't know it was they've called that, living. but I know what you're talking about. I didn't know but, it had that name. Right, the last building, yeah. if you're coming exactly from here, the last yeah. building heading into town says Alquana. Okay. And that encompasses everything. <laughs> sorry, that encompasses, <laughs> <laughs> when you're demonstrative, it's hard to, but no, but in court, yeah. and I thought, okay, yeah. I do get it. I mean, I spent a lot of years taking my daughters into school yeah. and drove past it and watched it be built. So yeah. I think, okay, and the National Aquarium's there. And that would be, I mean, I still have to debate whether I'd want to put SeaWorld or not. Right. My Gen Z's, you know, yeah. and, uh, otherwise I'm a season pass holder on Yass Island, et cetera. But it's one of those things that changes over time. Yeah, yeah. And, and even this other philosophical thing, every city has its own character. Exactly. Based on its shape, its history, those things. I showed this to the parents of an Emirati student. And I had this red color and green color on it. And it wasn't exactly the way it is now. And the guy looked at it and he said, oh, look at that. You've got old Abu Dhabi and new Abu Dhabi. Ding, ding, ding. Like goes yeah, on yeah, over my head yeah. because I think at the time Hudariyat was in red. But right. Hudariyat's new Abu Dhabi. Obviously, the development of all the, of all the Channel Islands here yeah. is new Abu Dhabi. Even, uh, even Al-Rim and... Uh, sorry, Maria Islands right there, which is where the coolest shopping is and some other places. So I said, let me embrace that. I said, let the red be old Abu Dhabi and then let the green, except for the mangroves, be So what, be what, new is, Abu what Dhabi. is stopping you as a board game designer from saying, you know what? I really love teaching. I'm going to go into this. I'm, I'm going to put all my eggs into this basket and I am going. Have you met my wife? <laughs> it's hypothetical. It's, it's <laughs> she is highly risk aversive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not so much. And that's, but, and that's but, the issue, right? It's there. There's a risk. Yeah, yeah. Well, any entrepreneurship in yeah. that sense. I mean, I have something to sell, and quite honestly, I can talk, yeah. I can teach, and I love this. So it's easier for, for me to do that. 
yeah. talk, but I have to recognize the barriers. I need a hit. Right. And it, it, it's not really happening in social media. I, I need to bombard my contacts on WhatsApp and yeah. I need to do those things. But will that ultimately even sell those yeah. thousand games sitting in my villa? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, mm. uh, you know, do we wait till after Ramadan? Yeah. And I mean, because Ramadan is board game time. Yeah. We know we actually got started after the time. Once again, the timing was horrible. It's always timing, isn't it? And link up with Vimto. Maybe you can Vimto board game night. Ooh, man. Ooh, I like that. Brother. You know, some guys in Vimto. I don't, but we're going to, we'll yeah, talk we around. Find we can find okay. them. Okay. Yeah. That's a play. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> That's pretty sweet. That's a good one. Cause, cause yeah. Or you do understand that tang yeah. is the taste of Ramadan. I don't. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. The dry <laughs> drink of astronauts <laughs> that I loved as a kid. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Wait, wait, that's wait. the taste of Ramadan. I, I was kind of going with Vinto personally after yeah. being here a while, but, right. uh, so this is exciting. These are exciting times. Yeah, no, there's possibility. And I mean, I'm, and this is the challenge. I'm you... even organizing in my head, my pitches. Yeah. And the thing is you can't ever go in without having, yeah. you have to have a practical side. You have to know yeah. how much money it costs you to print, how much yeah. money they're willing to pay or not pay. They want a hundred percent. They want a hundred percent markup. They want to get a hundred percent return. Right. So I have to figure out what am I willing to tolerate in and, terms and of my it, return. Yeah. And the point is the fewer games you print, Right. The higher you're paying per unit and all that stuff, which, wow, he's a communication <laughs> professor. How is he talking about that stuff? Okay. So, so yeah, I've been around the block with the other game and different things, but it's just, it, yeah, sorry. I feel like I'm talking too long. I hope you don't mind, but so where's, where's this going to, where, so no, then the, the thing is, is okay. I do need to sell this. Yeah. I think it can. Because now, in fact, if I went to Borders or I went to Virgin, okay, they've never had a game like this. I mean, I sit there and watch the games they have. It's local. Yeah. It's Arabic and English. Yeah. Even if I just find yeah. the names of all the shops at the airport, what, what's happening yeah. in Abu Dhabi? Yeah. Got the new, On got flag, the new terminal. Day, flag day, we're opening yeah. a new terminal. Yeah. Okay. We need, we need, if somebody wanted something custom, it'd be a reprint, but, but it could be, and I mean, I've thought about it. I, yeah, you I put actually, a little sticker on the cover. There you go. It's done. You don't reprint anything. There you go. Nice. <laughs> uh, I went to ATM and actually yeah. got good response from people There we go. at the, at the travel mark. Yeah. The guys at Saudi seem to get it. The, the people at Qatar, the I, yeah. people in the region. And then my brain, I mean, I look up at like their, their route map. And I go, wait a minute, I can make that route map. Because yeah. once you sort of made something, yeah. your game, your, your game, your head goes into a different space to where you, I personally see games everywhere. How do I, I'm, people are listening right now and in show and they're watching. Okay. And they're now saying, how, how do I get one of these? How, how do we find you? How do we get in okay. touch? Where, where do we go? Okay. So, uh, we're on, we're on Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, I wait, I'm going to have to find it. I haven't been on Instagram in quite a while. Uh, let me see here. 
And this is always that challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's getting to them as somebody who knows. And then do you want to, oh, sorry, let's go there. Let me change. This is, this is a live podcast. Sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not doing spectacularly well. And I'm, uh, then it's like my daughter's, you're the worst typist, et cetera. But uh, okay. We've got a WhatsApp. We've got, oh, there it is. It's at urban X dot game dot game yeah urban x dot game yeah and then from there it'll give you the link to the whatsapp we've got a okay. we've got a abu dhabi islamic you got a web page as well for all this no not right okay, now so you're doing it all through uh, insta yeah we're doing insta and whatsapp okay and see whatsapp is evolving right yeah right with us nice. which is pretty cool if we could nice. get more people on it but like the urban x game and the different yeah. things and i mean we've also actually this contributes to my teaching because I teach social media. I mean, we've been bombarded by hucksters. Yeah. People, you know, offering you clicks and follows. Oh, and I mean, like, then yeah, we but, like paid one person and yeah. then Rochelle was going nuts. She says, I got to take all these people off of here. These aren't legit. No. This came from a click farm. Yeah. No, and no, it, you and, need to sell the game. You need yeah, real people yeah, who are playing it, who are talking about it, who are showing it. Or, exactly. And that, that's game. why I want to talk to you or if we can evolve things. But I mean, obviously I, I have to be honest for, for making a Dubai game. That's less than a month and I'm all over it. And, and each time I make one, I mean, I keep thinking about a new New York game because a few (laughs) years, a few years ago, I talked to people at ATM from New York Yeah, and the woman was, we're so tired of all the emphasis being on Manhattan. And it's like, yeah, I get it. It's a five borough town, but try to put five boroughs <laughs> on a board game, on a board game yeah. or even Los Angeles, try yeah. to put oh, the greater LA area. Cause it's, Disneyland's not in LA yeah. and most people don't get that it's yeah. down in the OC Yeah, and people from the OC don't want me to say the OC. <laughs> of course so, not. Okay. <laughs> Orange County. Uh, but Sorry, that's California humor, but, uh, <laughs> but, the, but the idea is I could turn that over. I have, yeah. I have the basics to start a whole country game, a UAE yeah. game. And I mean, I've got places established and stuff like that. I mean, Sharjah, I'd like to be promoted, you know, Jebel yeah. Jace, yeah. all that stuff, the, the fantastic historical and just beautiful spots in Fujairah yeah. and all, you know, that somebody could come into it's, Dubai. It's never ending. Or, this yeah. is never ending, Russell. And, and it can be a promotional tool, and I'm pitching it that way, but these games I've got are a demonstration of it, and then beyond that is to say, okay, I could make bespoke for you in relation to what you want, and then for me, the biggest headache is always thinking about what's the pricing. Yeah. How do I price, yeah. you know, the money, yeah. do, do I scare them away if I ask yeah. too much up front or whatever it is? Because I think it works and I think people play it and we're, we're building it on, on honestly, sustainable principles. Yeah. Uh, by the by game. using cardboard, using recycled materials. Yeah. Turn off your phone. Yeah. Get the board Sit game. and be, yeah. And Engage. the fact is. Talk to each other. There's five games that become increasingly complex. There we go. So. The hope is it's not a pretty box. I mean, you have to have a pretty box. It is a pretty but, box. But if you have a pretty box, you just don't want it to sit on the shelf. Yeah. And that's, to me, another another line of 
sustainability. It's like, ooh, what could be my angle on COP28? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, you know, and actually for a class a couple of years ago, I made a yeah small game in less than two weeks. There we go. You're like, you are the game guy. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen people, they've got interesting visuals and graphics yeah. and maps and things like that. But no, I want to make the map sing. Actually, three times for my daughter's birthday, we played this in the real world. The last one was March 15th, 2020. The next day, Abu Dhabi closed. And it was the for, for quarantine. And it was the best this game ever was. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and it worked because I had former students at yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I had guys at Yas Marina Circuit who understood what I wanted to do with their go-karts with 15 yeah. kids. Yeah. And then the Louvre is priced fantastically anyway. Yeah. So we were doing the whole offer. There we go. And See? then going, yeah, going to Kasral Hosen and going to Hudariat and doing something physical. And it was like, it's something we started back in Hong Kong, but taking all those game shows that I love to it. watch, yeah. those competitive. Now, how do we make this into a cool kids party? Yeah. And the parents love it. It was so great whole, here. I got to know. all the promotion angle right there. Right yeah, there. That, that it's oh, about man. team building and all those other things. Yeah. And see, that's just how my brain works. And I, I have a book chapter in a tourism and technology book that actually shows my prototype for a mobile app. There we go. Based on, and it's a mobile app game, but, uh, sorry, Abu Dhabi tourism has a new, has a new app, but I can put the game in it. There we go. In the sense of, <laughs> and it, see, I think that gets you more return yeah. visits. Think about that obsession. Yeah. I mean, I play, I don't play candy crush anymore. I thought oh, I played too much. Now I've played tomb blast and, and something <laughs> out smash, you know, five times as much on both that I ever played Candy Crush. But, yeah. you know, Candy Crush was my gateway into those yeah. addictive time killer games. But people like games. Russell, this has been a lot of fun. I hope so. Thank you very much for coming yeah. out. All right. Getting into this conversation. The Abu Dhabi game, Urban Excursions. Here's how you find them. Go to Instagram, urbanx.game and buy it. And please, any chance you get to hang out with Russell you want to we're gonna get you back we're gonna do this again we're gonna do part two thank you very much cool i'm james bikeaway russell williams joining me on the podcast this has been extraordinary share it with your friends and buy the game instagram urbanx.game talk to you real soon